Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks out a movie franchise one movie at a time. We're wrapping up this franchise for now until the new one comes out as we're doing the Blade franchises. This week we're talking about Blade Trinity. I'm your host, Joseph Alessal Malonson, here with Ricky Monticelli. I don't know what was wrong with past me, but... <laughs> That motherfucker thinking that there was a glimmer of hope in this movie is a poor, poor judge of movies. I'm with you on that one, my friend. <laughs> and the man that picked this movie, the random child of this franchise, <laughs> one Keith Swetland. It's, hey, I've got my iPod shuffle with my Jurassic 5 in a, three times in a row on my playlist. I'm ready to not hear what you're saying in a, in a battle. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's Are you also going to put the bare fucking minimum of acting into everything? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I'm just no. I'm mostly concerned about my playlist. Yeah, so always, <laughs> always have them headphones in, as you should. <laughs> uh, Blade Trinity came out December 10th of 2004, a runtime of one hour and 53 minutes. And for me, I felt it this time. <laughs> oh um, yeah. <laughs> Director is David S. Goyer. He's he wrote all three movies, uh, but he he only directed this one. Um, you may know him from his movie that he directed called In the uh The Invisible. It's the one with the kid that dies and follows his friend around <laughs> trying to solve his murder. One of those type movies. Every, every, it start it starts every night I play that, catch with my dead brother. Jesus, not 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 the Zac Efron <laughs> one, um, but he uh, it's the guy that plays Goku in the uh, the white guy that plays Goku in the uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. If you remember <laughs> that one, um, no, I, I saw that. And I, I, I own it, my dude. I don't care about Dragon Ball like at all in my life, but for some reason, I've seen that movie. I'm proud of you. That's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird choice to have made. <laughs> Uh, once again, this movie stars Wesley Snipes, Chris Christopherson, Parker Posey, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel, Dominic Purcell, um, John Michael Higgins, uh, a run-in by one Triple H, uh, L- N- Natasha Leon, uh, Pan Oswald, and I forgot he was in it, but our uh, last white Raiden in the uh, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation, James Ramar. Uh, first of all, that's Dexter's dad. We've been over this. No, 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 no. White Raiden, too. We we keep connecting back to Mortal Kombat somehow in this series. It's very weird. <laughs> I, I wish he would have looked at the camera and did a front flip and talked about his haircut. Like the new do. <laughs> so, guys, um, what did you think of the movie? I feel bad for Wesley Snipes and everything because like he was actually like fine in this movie. And there were moments for Ryan Reynolds where I laughed. (laughs) Everything else was a fucking train wreck. How do you make Dracula so unscary? (laughs) He was too, he was too hot. (laughs) He's so hot right now. (laughs) Keith? Oh, yeah, it was a... So that was my first time watching it, and it was the first Blade I've watched in the daytime 
which kind of added to my misery. <laughs> it was like a pretty, pretty big old fat two hours in this movie. And um, boy, it was, I'm trying to like draw out the things that were enjoyable in it. I'm excited to get into the lore because I, I watched a couple interviews. I guess Wesley Snipes got a little wacky during the uh, yeah, making yeah, of this yeah. movie, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna like alter my perspective and just be Team Snipes on this one. I think is gonna be my take because I'm gonna assume he was right because this movie sucked. Yep. But um, Parker Posey herself gave this movie at least two stars for me though. Jesus so, Christ! Going off of that, she was so good. Parker Posey was my highlight. <laughs> that's a that's a choice. <laughs> um, I'm kind of with Rick on the idea of I remember liking this as a uh, when it first came out, and then I saw it one time, and that was when it first came out, and then this is the second time I watched it, and it for me just dragged to the point of like I think I I started this movie at I did like a three thirty viewing this i'm like i just want to get it out of the way because me and the uh producer we're gonna start uh we're gonna knock something out and watching something else the murder only murders in the building show so we're gonna knock season two out and so like let's just get the movie out of the way and by god did it not it felt like forever <laughs> for me they're just like all right there are scenes in this movie that i'm like we didn't need this we didn't need this definitely didn't need this dude the and, editing in this movie was fucking atrocious holy shit like god damn i hope this dude who directed this movie never directs again because <laughs> well he wrote good stories for the first two the story in this one's fucking garbage anyways but the directing choices and the editing in this movie and the sound quality were all just abysmal um this is well he did the movie called the unborn I don't know. It sounds like a, a 2009 movie. It um, sounds like he's he, a real uh, all lives matter type person. Uh, <laughs> it's about a once again a horror movie of a child ghost child trying to possess someone, and then he's directed a couple episodes of some different TV shows, and that's about it for him. Um, you know, I could yeah. see if you were you were saying you guys kind of liked it, and when it came out, I could see this being kind of appealing to a 15 year old. Cause it's like Ryan Reynolds is all quippy and he curses and like cursing is kind of cool. Like also know. triple H was in it. So, you know, wrestling yeah. marks. Uh huh. Oh, but for me, I think the reason why I appreciated Parker Posey so much is she felt like the only one that knew she was in a bad movie and she was kind of <laughs> acting like it. Oh, like, okay. I, that. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that now. Yeah. She was just over. She's like, I remember was that scream four that I liked her in. Or, scream two. Well, yeah, one of the yeah, she just kills it and scream for me, and so she just has this like way. No, of, no, scream three, scream three, scream yeah. three is the movie. Yeah, scream three. Her like over her, her just like she just like chews up the scenes with the dumbass dialogue she has to say. Yeah. <laughs> her and Ryan Reynolds did play off of each other pretty well yeah. in that kidnap scene. Those were pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So let's get into this movie and uh, Rick, give us the plot. The Blade Trinity. If I have to, because that's how we do the show. Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to Blade Trinity. 
for some reason, Ryan Reynolds does the uh, cut in overlay speech in this movie, <laughs> which makes no goddamn sense. And I guess sets us up for meeting Blade and Whisker. Um, Whisker, Wesker. Um, Wessler, Whistler. Whistler, nice, Jesus. That was a nice, re- nice little Resident Evil deep cut reference. You did I'm right all there. over the place. <laughs> uh, Blade kills a human because he gets tricked into it after the vampires have apparently found Dracula. Uh, Blade gets up on social media and the FBI and Dexter's dad are trying to track him down find him Whistler goes out in a blaze of glory for some reason while Blade just kneels to the FBI Uh, yeah and then he meets up with Whistler's Whistler's daughter and then they fight Dracula who is like a raging bitch and doesn't like directly fight anyone till the end of the movie and just like slaughters a bunch of easy kills. And then they kill Dracula and Dracula is like, Oh, but it's okay because you're the future of my race blade. Yeah. I don't really know what the plot was to this movie. (laughs) Besides Dracula bad kill all vampires, but they didn't kill all vampires because blade's still at war. Huh. Play Trinity. Oh, and Jessica Biel has a bow and arrow for some reason. Oh, um, there are um, using the hand. Uh, oh yeah, um, transforms. Oh man, um, there are hand. What's the alternate? Hang on. What's the alternate ending here? There's an alternate. Um... Yeah, man, there man. was. I There's swear, an they just rated like, version of this film that was available we're, we're, on Amazon Prime, but you had to just buy the movie instead of being able to rent it. So oh, that's I silly. I didn't go for unrated. <laughs> there was a. I feel like two thousand between like two thousand four and two thousand eight or so it was like peak unrated time. Uh, <laughs> so, so what was your ending? Like the final scene. What was your ending? I don't fucking know. Okay, because a... so there, there are because I'm looking at it and I'm like, I, uh, the alternating is the one I had and one, the one I watched. Oh, you saw so the alternate the... ending? That's fascinating. Yeah. But you own the movie, don't you? I own kills... the three pack of, uh, yeah. no, no, it's like the final scene, it's the morgue scene because they're in the original version. The FBI discovers a body and they do begin the autopsy and they think yeah, it's Blade, okay. but then it transforms back into Dracula. Drake. Yeah, this one turns into he's he just dies as he he's just Blade. Yeah, because the one I got is that is Blade, but then Blade wakes up and beats everybody up in the room. Wait, wait yeah. what? The oh, one just the I same have, ending, but extended. No, no. So there's there was the so Blade's of... on the table wakes up and just kicks the FBI's ass. Yes. Yeah. And then oh. leaves. Like that's it. Oh I think that's yeah, I, I just saw. had the Drake turns back and Blade turns back into. Well, Drake was being Blade and turns back okay. into himself on the table. Okay, so I yeah, I did not do that. I did the um um. Well, had... once again, Ryan Reynolds does an over speech going. Yeah. This was Drake's final gift to Blade, or something stupid. And then in, in another alternate ending, they <laughs> uh, the Night Stalkers reappear six months later, and they track down a real a werewolf in a casino in Asia. Okay, I'm 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 all in on that. <laughs> so uh, as Keith brought up, 
Um, there was more difficulty in this movie um, than prior to. Uh, where did you go? Where are you? Uh, when I looked that up, by the way, this is the first Marvel uh, movie that has the Marvel entrance. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I was wondering if I hadn't just noticed it before, but I was like, hey, it's the Marvel intro. No. Um, where are you? When did that start? Did that start with Spider-Man? And that's why it was in here now? Yeah. Um, yes, because Spider-Man 1 with Toby came out in 02. So yeah, this mm-hmm. came out two years later. So um, so uh Rusty Sipes was unhappy with the film's script and the original choice of director. Cool. <laughs> uh the director who written all three films in the franchise was selected to replace the previous director, which Snipes also protested. Snipes reported co- reportedly caused difficulty during films, including frequently refusing to shoot scenes, opting forcing the director to use a stand-in or use computer effects to add to his character scene. Yeah, so far, the- I'm, I'm fully in uh, Camp Snipes so far. Yeah, yeah. All of the, the morgue scene when... Uh, he doesn't open when he opens his eyes or doesn't those are cgi because rusty snipes refused to open his eyes for that scene that's hilarious. um gory uh, watch that part it is so funny the way his eyes look in that little second cgi my dude <laughs> like like uh, they pan they, they pan quick but it's not, it's, i didn't notice it when i watched yeah. the movie but i went and watched the youtube of the eye scene yeah that's been like making the rounds on my internet because i've been looking up blade stuff yep uh, Goyer described making the film as the most personal and professionally difficult and painful thing he's ever been through. Uh, co-star Pan Oswald alleged that Snipes would spend much of his time smoking marijuana in his trailer, trailer, and that he will become violent when Goyer was accusing him of racism. It was also been alleged that Snipes refused to interact with Goyer or his co-stars and would instead communicate with them through his assistant, or the oh, yeah. use of notes. Uh, Snipes also allegedly referred to Ryan Crack, uh, Ryan Reynolds as a <clears throat> cracker uh, more than one uh, on one or more uh, occasions, but he denies that. Uh, denied that version of events. They said the executive producer on uh, that, as an executive producer on the film, he had authority <laughs> to make decisions, but that some people had difficulty accepting that. So Wesley knew this thing was going to be a fucking train wreck and he was going to go out kicking and screaming. I appreciate it. Well, and he, and, and he just like hung out and got high all the time. That's pretty rad. And I mean, you had and- for Pat and Oswald to judge anyone for getting high, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, a thing also is that if you look at IMDb, uh, Wesley Snipes, this is his last leading role in movies. Like big name movies, this is his last big time leading role movie. Well, when does the thing happen with the IRS? Um, I can look that up for you right now. That sucks that Wesley Snipes got like blackballed. He's so good. Oh, no, he got uh, blackballed. He was in oh, yeah. was a few years, so he did get blackballed for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, he was also like he was fine in this movie. Like for what he was part like the parts he was in, he was great. Like I loved Blade actually in this movie. I here's and uh, another thing here, uh when they asked Ryan Reynolds how it was working with Rusty Snipes, he says, I never met Snipes. I only I not for a second, I only met Blade. Um so it sounds like uh Mr. Snipes will also uh you know playing the role of just that's awesome. I'd love to meet Blade. 
<laughs> and also he was he wasn't blade he was just being a, he was being he doesn't he didn't like him <laughs> yeah well because he could see that they were for some reason trying to set ryan reynolds up to be like the main star yeah yeah uh also things uh Ryan Reynolds said that during promoting the film, Snipes would ignore the cut entire cast, but he acknowledged Reynolds once by saying, keep your mouth shut, you'll live longer. <laughs> um, As Ryan Reynolds was still having a career playing Ryan fucking Reynolds. Yeah. Boy, he went... He went from, like... Like, when the movie started, I was like, oh, Ryan Reynolds, he's not being so Ryan Reynolds. And then, like, he just go, goes from, like, zero to 100 in, like, one scene. I'm like, oh, man. This felt <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds not finding out who Ryan Reynolds is just yet. It's like, still young Ryan pre, Reynolds figuring out. This is pre-Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. but Because but he had moments. Like, there were mo- like he had some quips where I was like, fuck, god damn it, he got me. That one was funny. Yeah. 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 And, like, the scene towards the end when he was, like, tied up and stuff. Like, he was being pretty, like, full Ryan Reynolds in that scene. And mm-hmm. it was, like, working for me. Yeah. Like, where uh, is it then? It's in my left ass cheek. <laughs> right last cheek. You know, it's just in the gooch. This has got to reach mm-hmm. in. Um, I will say this about the movie. I wanted more Blade. This felt like oh, a yeah. less Blade movie. Well, it sounds like Wesley Snipes didn't want to be in the movie, so that might be why. <laughs> yeah, Wesley we... Snipes was great in this movie. Everything with Blade was great. Yep. But um, then, like... Anything that involved all the other people, especially if it involved Jessica Beale, yeah, that's great. Yeah, when we get introduced to her, and I'm like, oh, that's that's her. Like, it's like they try to do the whole scene of her being dressed up as a homeless person that you don't know that it's her down from afar, but when you when they zoom in on her and be like, oh, that's Jessica Beale, like, yeah. Like, is Jessica Biel just a bad action actor, or is she just a bad actor? I'm trying to think of something I've seen Jessica Biel in where she wasn't bad. Bad. Yeah, what's uh, her hit? Uh, <laughs> seventh, her hits are Seventh Heaven, uh, Stealth. Um, yeah. I pr- now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I've um, never watched. No, that's not true. I have watched parts of that. That's movie. probably her biggest movie. <laughs> The biggest movie is Chuck and Larry. <laughs> yes. I think her biggest hit light right now is that, like, it's... um. I mean, her is. biggest hit was posing naked in that fucking, like, sink to try and get off of Seventh Heaven so she could try and be a movie actress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was in Next with Nick Cage. Um, like, Trinity, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of the reboots they did. Oof. Um, but like for her newer stuff, like there is that, like she's done a lot of TV shows that like more serious that she's actually, I guess, pretty decent in. She's but, probably, like, I can see her being on like a Showtime prestige show. Did she, like, on... she went mom mode for a while with yeah. Justin Timberlake, right? That's why yes. she was up. She was gone for a while. She was in mom mode. Yeah. But she's, I think the show's called, there's one called Candy. It's on, on Peacock. And then, oh, didn't she have like a post-apocalyptic show or something? She had one with um, or wasn't the president? She was like in a horror show, wasn't she? Um, the sinner USA show. Yeah, the sinner. That's what it was. She was supposed to be really good on that. Yeah, she was supposedly really good on that. Yeah, those are the two that uh, they thought. 
Speaking of uh, Miss Beale, she inadvertently destroyed a camera, costing more than three hundred thousand. Uh, when she was shooting a bow and arrow, she fired the arrow directly into the camera lens. When she was directed to aim for the camera, which had plexiglass in front of it to protect it, except the small opening in front of the lens. Beale, who had had perfectly her archery skills while training for the role to such degree that when, that when she fired the arrow at the distance of approximately 50 feet at the camera, as she was directed, it went directly through the lens into the camera so cool. itself, destroying it. <laughs> Dude, fucking, the footage is in the extra credit. In the Imagine DVD being extras. on set for that and being like, oh, oh that was fucking cool. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wish there was more. The bow stuff could have been cool. Like I, I wish they would have done more bow action. I always appreciate good bow action in movies. She also like, arguably had like the coolest new gadget with like that weird like oh, the, ultra sun thing. Yeah, that was that. I think was just silly enough to be cool. <laughs> the bow and arrow that she like like what Hawkeye like, does now. Bow but, and arrow, yeah. like yeah. it just would flex out and it was just like a line of like sun or something. Yeah, yeah. really like inconvenient weapon, <laughs> but it looks cool because <laughs> yeah. like. What was the line she said with the scream if it hurts or something when she was killing the Oh yeah, because when the yeah, yeah. um yeah, that's the that's the that's the quote of Scream If It Hurts because um when the emo punk rock vampire bros were going to uh Yeah, the skater punk team. Well, one of them did a cool nose slide down the down the handrail. I was gonna say <laughs> you, you can some Tony Hawk um, shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, scream if it hurts, and then when she revealed herself to be Jessica Biel, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have let her fist fight in that part. She looked really bad. <laughs> well, you know, you know why? Because she wasn't wearing her headphones. She wasn't yeah, in them. That's true. She didn't have her she... plug-in earbuds in on her. Two th- it's two thousand four. I think that that was when the iPod wheel actually spun. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do believe I had one of those, and it was yeah. fun to just to hear the clicking noise of just the. Yeah, I mean, I that put... was kind of a cool machine. I wonder if, oh, was that product placement, or was I guess Apple was just kind of big back then, so everyone did it. Apple, well, Apple's always been big, but I yeah. don't think the iPod was big at the time because yeah, I remember I didn't I know I didn't have it then because we we're we you know, we were juniors when this came out. Yeah, I in got high one school. In... I got one in 06. That's when I got I got one in 06 as well. Yeah. So I know that the iPod isn't as big at the time. Or it was because of the fact that the iPod was like 500 bucks. Yeah. That you can hold. I think it was still like a 32 gig um, hard drive. Or, you know, like I think that was 32. the biggest one. Yeah. But I think that's, that's the only one they had at the time. I, wish... the... <laughs> I kind of wish they would have had a scene of her like finding the ipod and appreciating it oh my that god would've, that would have made it cooler if she like they like break into an apple store or something to kill some vampires and she looks over and she's like oh cool because she then, yeah. then she they could have her graduate from like a discman they could have it skipping while she's fighting vampires so this then, is like, pre-guardians of the galaxy that every movie they like you know yeah. it's the tape and now it's the zune also why are you <laughs> trying to make an apple ad in the fucking middle of blade trinity because played Trinity or did an Apple Dad and <laughs> Apple Dad. Apple, Apple Dad. Dad. You're an Apple Dad. <laughs> um uh what else? Uh at the time Wesley Sipes and Chris Sofferson were good friends, but 
were 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 reportedly unhappy with this movie, and they felt that that (laughs) there's too many new characters and added to the universe, and that Blade did not need any new any sidekicks besides Whistler. They're just sitting in Snipes' trailer, just smoking a bunch of weed, talking about how bad the movie is. (laughs) The movie is shit, Chris, isn't it? And like Whistler's like death felt so pointless. It was like was it was off screen. It was <laughs> off screen. So like that means if they made a fourth one, that he would have came back to life somehow again. Except um, they blew him up. Like he, yeah, like he, he was he, off screen. That, that's because it was next to a computer that blew yeah. up. That well, chair he was on probably lowered down in some t- secret tunnel. That's what the story would have been. That movie made it feel like it made me feel like there's some like. Oh, like Chris Christopherson was only available to shoot for two weeks or something, so they had to get rid of him. So <laughs> I felt like there was some like bullshit like that with it because it felt so clunky getting rid of him. Well, and it made like the whole like, oh my god, Jessica Beale's Whistler's daughter feel so pointless. Like <laughs> it made no <laughs> connection between her and Blade. It, like, and they don't come, yeah. They don't communicate like father daughter might. They have like no moments. Well, and, like, and the whole thing was just like. Oh, your Whistler's daughter. I thought they were all dead. I was born out of wedlock years ago. Like, what? <laughs> but then then we get the scene of her, like, panicking, like, the shower scene of her, like... Yeah. Like, and then, like, it's the over... It's the overlayering of him talking about how his family was attacked. And I'm like, but if you're the daughter out of wedlock, so you're not the two that were attacked. So why are you hearing this in your head right now of, of you know, your father talking about how you're family his family was attacked by vampires and stuff uh also uh, since this movie is a uh, cluster for one snipes in 05 he did sue new line cinema and goyer claiming that the studio did not pay his full salary that he was initially cut out uh and that he was initially cut out of casting decisions and filmmaking process despite being one of the producers and that his character screen time was reduced in favor for ryan reynolds and jessica bill in 06, Snipes was sued by the United Talent Agency for allegedly failing to fulfill agreements to pay commission to the agency on his earnings. Complicated. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Um, Dominic Purcell, the guy that plays Dracula or Drake, did all his stunts in the sword fight sequence against Blade. Um, wow. That was, I mean, I, that was, that was actually Scott Stapp. That was, that was kind of, yeah. yeah. With arms wide open. <laughs> um, I, I wish they made Dracula cooler. They, okay. he was like, I, I, yeah. But there's a scene where Ryan Reynolds talks him up, does a whole fucking talk, like voiceover. And yep. then they play like a badass rap song and have him walking down the street with his shirt open and wearing a gold necklace, just looking hilarious. I and like, they do that. I like belly laughed. I laughed so hard at that part. And they do that <laughs> dumb, the dumb uh, editing format of him walking slow, but the whole day and the, <laughs> everybody walks past him. It's fast. Oh, I'm like, God, uh, yeah, go away from this because it's not good. That 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 might that scene might add a quarter stars because it, I laughed so that was where I got the, the most joy. I think was watching like, Scott Stapp walk down the fucking sidewalk, and then he walks <laughs> into a freaking like a Dracula lovers store it's like we have everything we have uh cereal vibrators all dracula lunch boxes that scene could have ruled but they fucked it up they're like 
Uh, so frustrating. They 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 had an opportunity there. They could have noticed gone... that Dracula only sucked on the necks of women. Yeah, he did. Yeah, dude, Scott Staff. Because he, he beat up. Yeah, because he's Scott Staff. Stop saying it's Scott Staff. He he was allegedly he, sorry, Scott Staff. Allegedly Scott Staff. He allegedly uh, Scott Staff only chews on women. <laughs> because the last time I checked, that uh, you know he doesn't discriminate. Plus, he just likes killing the men. Did you well, notice? He, and and whenever he bites necks, he does it with his eyes wide open. Open now. <laughs> Um, what else we have here? Uh, and the early idea for this for the film was going to be set many years after the events of Blade Two, where vampires finally achieved world domination and enslaved all humans, with Blade being the last hope for humanity. Uh, Blade slower aging. They did not give him the budget for that. <laughs> could explain by his vampire blood. The storyline was deemed too dark and was later dropped. Like that'd be a cool, like some Mad Max shit, like walking around like a desolated Earth. That'd have been pretty rad. I'd almost prefer like a we're in the midst of a battle between humans and vampires mm-hmm. and like Blade has to show up to like Blade who's been gone for a while for whatever reason like shows back up. Yeah, there's lots yeah. of cool Blade's still a cool superhero. There's lots he is. Of, like, yeah. I mean, Blade was still cool in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, like he had, he did have less than 100 words in this what? movie. That's yeah. insane. But he had like the best lines, like when they were at the weird blood bank thing, and he was like, kill you, motherfucker, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, that was good. They're gonna kill me. Motherfucker, you know who I am? I'll kill you. That scene and was then good. he does. He that does, was probably the fact, coolest scene. The, the scene the, of the, the blood farm. Blood farm, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. I like that. But like it uh, meant nothing. Like, I don't, don't know. Like, why was just, it in the movie? It didn't like, mean anything. Just, because like this, they made like a cool set. <laughs> <laughs> it like good. it that scene was pointless the scene of um after dracula kills all the day uh guys whatever the um, whatever the group of uh people's band name the like the pen night all day, the night stalkers yeah and then jessica bill shoots an arrow at a target range for like a minute and a half i'm like we don't need this scene we don't need this scene. I love that it was showing us the speed of the arrows as if that fucking mattered. Yeah. Well, and like it, she was do- they weren't showing her doing anything different. Nope. <laughs> just shooting. And then like just seeing how bad her aim is, that's all it was showing us. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she like made it into a cross or something, but like it wasn't really a cross. It was just like a yeah. plus. It was This movie it was it felt really like all these like behind the scenes things are adding up because it felt really like cynical. Like nobody liked. I don't think anybody liked this movie that was making. Yeah. <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds' beard looked really shitty. They made it, yeah. They're trying to give him like a vampire beard. Um, and the original screenplay too. Blade was going to be a complete, uh, completely cured and be a natural human, and then the film was just him standing over a cliff, throwing his sword into a. Uh, the sea wa- and then walking away. So it'd be like one of those like bad. Like... God, that sounds even worse than what we watched. That's like, that's just the ending of Jumanji. <laughs> also, did anyone else get the feeling that the director was kind of a perv and that he kept shooting like the upper mounds of both Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds? And that we yeah. got to watch, we got to see Ryan Reynolds pubes for some reason. Well, and this, it was really, they tried to, it was, 
vampire movies like should be sexy, but like they did not do it right. <laughs> they just it just came off weird. Like the you, shower you scene was so you was so excessive. Sexy? <laughs> you mean that's Scott, allegedly Scott Staff? Oh no. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was only the only sexy part was the sidewalk walking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the music sucked in this movie oh, again. So terrible. I like the RZA song though. The Fatal that song was good. <laughs> Why was Drake just showing his chest the whole time? And why was his name Drake? Why didn't you just call him Drac or Dracula or so, like? Why did we have to rename Dracula? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Ryan Reynolds explained what, it. I don't. Yeah, he did. But I don't understand what um, Dracula's like visual purpose was because like he came out when he came out of his tomb and whatever he was like his full bodysuit dinosaur. Body and then, then he's eating all the the women that they send him, and then he's in his like non suit looking demon look, and then he becomes the human form for like the whole rest of the movie. And then when he starts fighting Blade at the end, he's like, "I'm gonna transform into my real, my final form." <laughs> and like, why did he sleep for a ton of years? Just he never disappeared. said it. Just disappeared out of nowhere. Just... I'm Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> also, didn't when the opening scene say they were in Syria, and then later yes. they're like, "Oh, they found him in Iraq." I'm like, "Yeah, those are those are different. They did different places. <laughs> those are those are different places." I think they're trying to do like the usual suspect line of like, and then he was not there. You know, like, <laughs> it's like no, you're not doing that. Um, in 2016, uh, Kate Beckinsale, who stars in the Underworld, uh franchise stated that the that a crossover sequel with blade trinity with the underworld films were in develop but it was canceled after the film rights uh reverted back to marvel in 2012 i'm surprised who was making this new line cinema new line Cin- i'm surprised they gave him up like disney must have had to send him some money to make that happen uh, new line like- cinema went bankrupt because the new line cinema also did uh the mortal kombat's Oh yeah, more so. connections. <laughs> There's more escape. connections. <laughs> um, Guillermo del Toro, who did Blade Two, passed on this movie to do Hellboy. Mm, good call. I'm sure he saw one look at this script and was like, "Nah, bro, I'm out." Yeah. Uh, Stephen Norrington, who directed the first movie, was considered to return to direct the movie, but changed his mind once reading the script. Nice. <laughs> And everyone just saw this script and just fucking gave up on this movie. Uh, Did you guys know that there was a post-credit scene? Nope. Was there? Yeah, Dory. I watched it, and it's just Blade driving a car. That's it. That's all. All it was was just him driving down. Separate from him riding away on a motorcycle. Yeah, just him driving. Like it's like it's just him driving down a street, and like the the camera pans pans by him. Like so, you see him driving the vehicle. Like that's it. That's all it was. Fucking talk about panning. I got so fucking this director fucking had such a hard on for doing like high up to low down shots in this fucking (laughs) film. Every other fucking scene is like we come in at eye level and we drop down to fucking like ankle level and look up at the characters. It was so fucking annoying. It was God, the directing in this movie was so hackish. Yeah, he had no there wasn't much style in it. This movie it was very dead. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, Keith, Apple did not pay for product placement. Okay. Um, they made their equipment available and include the option to buy it at a 60% reduction. So essentially, they're like, it's free fucking advertising. Of course, you can yeah. use our shit. Because it's Apple. Um, 
smart. Triple H, he <laughs> he basically was like the vampire for life actor from the first movie that they were really impressed by what he did. So they gave her more lines and more scenes to do instead of just uh they were impressed. Yes. <laughs> Something about what he did impressed them, huh? <laughs> I didn't mind him, but he didn't do much, but I didn't mind him. I like the running power slam. I mean, that was fun. Yeah. I don't know why you have Triple H in a movie and you don't have him pedigree Ryan Reynolds. That would have been better. In any wrestling in this. Yeah, well, he does he fight, he 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 does a lot of running away. He's kind of a bitch. (laughs) He kind of looks like other vampires die. In the the hallway scene. In the hallway scene when they're he hides behind everybody. Yeah. Like in the ho- <laughs> I know. As I'm trying to f- tell you what he's done in this movie, you keep interrupting I'm so, I'm so me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. So in the hallway scene, when they do the rescue scene, he hides behind everybody and shoots. And then once one of the vampire guys gets shot, he runs away. And then he runs after them when they get in the when the 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 old suburban shows up and drives them away. He chases them and gets shot in the eye. And then he gets the final fight scene with Ryan Reynolds. That's all he does. Being like a professional ass high end wrestler, dude, like his his fighting looked pretty good. <laughs> he was good at moving his body around to fight. That was one positive. One thing that's <laughs> confusing to me is he got shot in the face on the street. Why did yep. he leave the arrow until he got back to the building to yank it out? He couldn't. I don't know. Because he was right down the street. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I want to say where well, I saw it earlier that in the in the comic books, I want to say it's Blade that actually turns Hannibal King into a vampire. I gotta verify that, but yeah, in oh, wait, the comics, Ryan Reynolds' character is actually from the comics. Yes, I gotta <laughs> see what I can find. I did see it earlier. I, I just want to make sure. Um, and also, while you're in there, I'm curious what the Morbius attachment to this st- particular storyline is. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'll find all the, the I'll shit find Morbius you fucking too. jack offs give me about stealth, and you're out here meme life and about fucking that garbage movie. I, have you have you seen uh have you seen any stealth, have you seen uh, stealth? memes? I've <laughs> <laughs> seen stealth. No, because I've given up on that fucking meme. While you boys just are out here living your best meme life like fucking idiots. <laughs> To the to the day we die. Also, to be fair, do you still see fucking Morbius memes? No, because the internet's moved on, Jack. No, I do. I have. I do. <laughs> I follow groups. No. Um, <laughs> where is it? Uh, I'll I'll see if I can find it. But where I just saw one about how they're going to bring back one. Uh, where are you? From? Um. The vampire's final solution in this film originally came from the idea from Blade, the first film in the trilogy. In the deleted scene, uh, Deacon Frost shows um, the Karen, a prototype of the harvesting human bodies. So the the body scene is from the original movie. (laughs) Um, Boy. (laughs) What else? There's a lot of Easter eggs on the DVDs. Uh, was there... so mind-boggling to me that the guy who wrote the first two blades, because like the first blade, well written, just poorly directed. <laughs> and the second blade, which was just a fucking work of art, also did this movie. Yeah. 
because what this movie they want to do is they they try to do the whole um vampires are real type storyline or they're not real but people you know the doctor the guy that's in any movie the dr edgar vance character from john michael higgins who's in all like the best in show type movies and stuff and about how like blade's just not a real vampire hunt he thinks he is in reality he's just trying to destroy anything in his mind to become who he wants to be and like the idea of focus is like blade is a vigilante in this movie because you know vampires are not real and if they are real why haven't we seen any of them like that's like the purpose for this whole movie for the human side because in the first two it's more of a you know deacon frost in the first one's like why are we not owning these people we have so much power that we can just destroy them you know and then the second one, we didn't care for the human side. And then this one's just like vampires. Huh, what funny freaks are out there thinking there is some. But then there is that devoted store to them. Yeah, I've never felt like the vampires in any three of these movies were particularly like sneaky about their existence. Like they, they weren't trying very hard to hide, which was kind of frustrating. I wish they were would have gone into that a little more about how well they hide and how they do that. They could have like it's easy to spin the truth on the media or something that would have been a fun storyline but like i don't i don't need <laughs> fucking that in my fucking movies from 2003 <laughs> i don't need that in my stories now <laughs> i'm so over the fucking media bullshit <laughs> the vampires uh, man uh this movie has the lowest count of vampire kills you want to take a guess like that the vampires kill? No, like Blade kills. Oh, Blade Ooh. kills. Really? God, he'd feel like he killed a shit ton at the end of the movie when for some reason his flying fucking disc thing could go up a ramp somehow. <laughs> like it made sense in the last two movies. It did a circle. This one, it fucking made a left turn on a ramp and went up a bit. Yeah, it's got like you got Yondu technology. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say oh. 37. 33. Uh, forty-two. Oh, wow, we were close. Okay, in the comics, in the comics, um, Hannibal King, Ryan Reynolds' character is turned by Deacon Frost. Oh, see, now that's cool. I would have rather that been like the storyline or something. That's a cool connection. Yeah. Um. Uh, Colin Farrell was offered the role of Hannibal King, but he turned it down. <laughs> That would have been weird. <laughs> a lot of turn downs. <laughs> I guess that was like um, prime, that was bullseye time when he was in Daredevil. Yeah, it was right around yeah. then. Another reason why this film kind of was bad is the film crew was forced to be selective in their shots for various green screen segments because neighboring stages were being used to be filming iRobot and the Chronicles of Riddick. Fucking lol. And then so those sets would sometimes appear within the frames and then both be those edited are, out later both, on. Both of those superior movies. <laughs> yeah, by like a good amount. Yeah. Um, Someone bought the uh, Blades Dodge Charger and kept it as is. It's a good car. Oh, we did finally get the goddamn UV lights in the car, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. This annoyed me in the final battles, though. Is why like are they hand fighting with all these vampires? Like Blade doesn't do that. Blade might like kick some people in the chest, but in the end, he just uses his weaponry that kills vampires to kill them. 
<laughs> why were Beal and fucking Reynolds like at any point just not using the weaponry they have to kill vampires to kill the vampires? Or like, yeah, they should have like, made a cool like a, they should have made a powerful laser pointer. I was not. <laughs> I, I was so confused at that one minute at one moment when Ryan Reynolds is facing Triple H and like he reaches for something to like like the a UV light you know thing for him to bite down on. Mm-hmm. And I honestly thought it was the one that. <laughs> That they needed to kill Dracula with. I'm like, wait, is that the green one? It's like, that'd be so. That'd be such a funny twist. He's like, well, I used it. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> well, ecto facto, uh, <laughs> I used it. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they didn't use weapons when they could have just, you know, bang bang right there and call it good for the end. Also, um, the fighting I, sucked. Like they, they could have. Oh yeah, the fight choreo in this movie fucking sucked. Like the... I was gonna be so mad because once like. <laughs> They made the, you know, hey, this is like the one thing you need to kill Dracula with weapon, like the super weapon type thing. And I'm like, I swear to it's Pete, an arrow. <laughs> I swear to Pete, if they're making Jessica Beale be the one to finish off Dracula, what is, this movie should be called Whistler's uh, non marriage <laughs> daughter movie, not Blade Trinity. Well, and like Dracula, so Dracula catches the fucking single shot arrow that can kill him, just yep. drops it. And then turns around to then get shot in the shoulder by Beale. Like, yeah. what the f- he caught one arrow, but not the next arrow? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> to give him enough of a distraction to get stabbed by Blade? It made no fucking sense. Like, I'm super well aware that the budget's going to be quite a bit higher on this one, but the budget felt tiny. <laughs> so... Well, they only shot like three fucking places. I feel like we are in that fucking like vampire building for more than half the yeah. movie. Yeah, somebody was some executive was just pocketing a bunch of money when they made this. <laughs> Dude, and then the fucking dogs. The fucking dogs were so stupid. We're putting we're putting the vampire blood in dogs, so now we have creatures. That 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 Ryan Reynolds Pomeranian line got me. <laughs> fuck <laughs> me sideways. I, that's that's Pomeranian? where I got <laughs> that the fuck me sideways, that's where I got that oh. from. Oh. I remember saying that a lot. Like, once again, suck. that'd be pretty cool when you're <laughs> pretty rad when you're 16. Seeing that. Damn like, right. That seems also fucking stupid. Reynolds just runs at a ledge and then jumps up, and the dogs just go under him to die. Like, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> because they want to make sure that at the end of the credits, there's no like no animals were harmed during the filming of this movie. You know, line. <laughs> be cool oh. three dogs died. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about this in the last movie. Did you see it? The credits for the last movie at the end of it, it said no reapers were harmed in the filming of this film. I did not. That's cute. I like that. But like they Um, killed a bunch of them. But yeah, no, uh, no animals were. Yeah, this, 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 uh, this movie was a thing. My, my (laughs) fifteen-year-old, uh, wait, fifteen, real disappointed, sixteen, seventeen-year-old. Yeah, Yeah, really disappointed. I'm I'm almost thinking if I went back and watched Stealth today, it wouldn't be good. You know what? I think I'd like it. (laughs) You know what? You know what? We were like more Morbius. You know, uh, for Morbius in this movie, there's nothing to talk about, I guess, because since Morbius was going to be the main character of the sequel, that um, yeah, that's why they brought uh, allegedly Scott Staff into this movie to be yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Scott Staff great. and Jared Leto don't get along, so yeah, that's rumors. Yeah, rumors. Um, Does anyone get along with Jared Leto? Fucking weird ass motherfucker. Scott Stapp does. Scott, allegedly. Uh, well, I mean, Scott Stapp just has to. his arms wide open all the time. So <laughs> yeah, he gets along with everybody. 
Um, he's a man of God. <laughs> the early idea for this movie was that the director had was to not include Hannibal King, but a female character called Rachel Van Helsing um, okay. from the Tomb of Dracula comics. But then they heard that there was going to be a Van Helsing movie coming out that same year. Isn't there two decided, of them? Well, yes, <laughs> but one's like a straight to sci-fi channel. This is like uh, okay. uh, Hugh Jackman Van Helsing came out the same year as this one. Gotcha. Um, but then he uh at, and ended up creating Abigail Whistler in place. So this basically this movie was screwed from Jump Street here because of you know uh uh act the actors the script their where they're filming it was just not good, and it showed, it showed. Yeah, it looked it just it looked so bad. Like I didn't like the the sets and lighting. It made this one made me appreciate Blade One a lot more. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it to me, this had too much of an outside feel because the whole idea is like you know Dracula walking in the sun and like, hey, why are you that? <laughs> why are you doing that? Because I'm the first, so I can do whatever I want. Yeah, dude, that made um, no fucking sense. They're just like fucking lol. I don't know this. Yeah, and then he like, throws why a baby. Can he... <laughs> oh my At least God, they got back to throwing the baby. Scene. At least they got back to throwing a baby. Yeah. You know, if we're, if we're not chucking children, what are we doing here? Also, I was confused. So they had it because so when Blade and Jessica Biel are about to go like storm the castle or whatever, there's a new driver guy who walks up to give him a car. Yeah. And there's a security system that has guns pointed at him. Where was that? that when Drake walked up? That is a valid. That it's I like, thought about that too myself when they showed up as Whistler. It's not like he, like I guess maybe the system was set up not to shoot Whistler, so I guess that would make sense. But why would the system be set up to shoot another Night Stalker driver? Well, that felt like pandering to the audience a little bit. Like, check it out. Here's Chris Christopherson one more time. Remember when like, we killed him earlier in the yeah. movie? Yeah, I hated oh. that. Oh, I forgot. Um, <laughs> so there were so there were there are multiple canceled spin-offs of this movie because in 08 the Blade director Stephen Norrington was developing a prequel trilogy to Blade featuring uh Stephen Dorff's reprising his role as Deacon Frost. Nice. In a prequel though? Yeah. How much years older was <laughs> Stephen Dorff at this point? Uh, I, I don't um, think Stephen Dorff looking very good at this point. <laughs> Well, he's vaping, so... Uh, oh, that's right, you did been... the vape commercial. God damn no, it, this cool. co- The vaping comes out like eight years later, but this <laughs> yeah. is ten. This is legitimately ten years after the uh, original uh, mm-hmm. Blade came out. And then the Cape Beckinsale crossover with Blade, that was going to be a, uh, one. And then the idea of Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel getting their own spinoff was going to be another franchise that they were going to do but all of them got canceled and then in 2012 marvel uh went back uh it went back to marvel and then 2013 marvel's been started working on a script for blade and then 2015 Rusty snipes discussed reprising his role as blade but then in 2019 at the san diego comic-con they announced the blade reboot with mahershala ali portraying blade and said that the reboot will be a pg-13 instead of rated r 
and then that that franchise and that this movie's in a limbo right now because Mahershal Ali has basically taken the reins of like, hey, this movie has no action and we want action in Blade movie, so I will be helping rewrite the script or we're not doing the movie. Aren't they on a new director too? They are on a new director as well. Um, let me see if I can find out. <laughs> Yikes. Um, who it is. Because I know yeah, the original director walked away. And then it's just like, of course he did. Uh, Herschel. Pro- Mahershal probably saved us from a fucking Blade Trinity fucking reboot. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, like what I'm hearing could have been like, uh, uh, the new director is Jan Demange. Um, <laughs> oh yes, Jan Demange. <laughs> he Demange directed Jan's. If you hear what I'm he saying, he directed uh, White Boy Rick. He's directed. I'm in a ep- movie. <laughs> Lo- he directed an episode of Lovecraft Country. Oh, that's actually a good show that I need to watch. Um, and then he directed that's a, a movie. That's that McConaughey movie, I think. People like that. White boy, white boy Rick is McConaughey. Yeah. Lovecraft. Yeah, okay. I was about to say Lovecraft Country is not the McConaughey. <laughs> no, the yeah, this guy seems to have a pretty good resume. Um, so yeah, because I think it was gonna be a it was gonna be a like an A twenty four director, which I saw was gonna be the last time and um but um yeah, this Jan Demange is the new director. So uh yeah we will uh wait and see because i think they're just waiting on when i think filming starts and stuff before this new blade movie because of all the behind the scenes stuff of like hey this movie there's not enough action this movie sucks i'm I'm putting my money on this movie getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed (laughs) until until we get a new blade that's gonna happen until we get a new blade yeah, <laughs> new blade actor like oh, mm-hmm. oh Marshall Lee is not left. We'll end up with um, like one of Wesley Snipes' kids. Yep. Yikes. Um. What else? Anything else for this movie? Um. Just trying to think. Uh, Keith, you have a Robert Ebert. Sure, I'll do the Ebert. Yeah, why not? We've we've been tracking with Ebert pretty well on these movies. He uh <laughs> the the, the I don't headline. know about that. The headline, even Blade fans will find Trinity a bloody bore. He have it one and a half out of four. Yeah, he because he, he gave, loved he, get... he loved two and he loved one. Yep. Let's see. This he... one. Oh, I lost my reading series. Oh, it's a, it's very 2004 writing. <laughs> Jessica Biel is the resident babe wearing fetishistic costumes to match blades and teaming up with Hannibal King. Ryan Reynolds, no relation to Hannibal. A former vampire who has come over to the good side. The vampire killers and their fellow night stalkers engage in an increasingly murky series of battles with the vampires, leading you to ask this simple strategic question. Why, since the whole world is theirs for the taking, do vampires have to turn up and fight the night stalkers in the first place? Why not just figure out that since the night stalkers are in Vancouver, the vampires could concentrate on, say, Montreal? You know, the vampires just ignore the night stalkers. <laughs> but then we didn't we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah. Well. Because he gave because no, the word Ebert, boring there is key. Yeah, because Ebert gave Blade three and then Blade two three and a half. I'm looking at uh, mm-hmm. some critical responses on the wiki right now. And, yeah, um, not good, Bob. Not good. I'm curious. Uh, I'll bet the, I wonder if the audience liked it. 
Well, let's find out, Keith, shall yeah. we? Um, you guys want to take a shot at the, uh, with the budget? I'll bet it's something stupid like fifty-four million or something. Yeah, I'll bet it's bloated. I'm gonna go seventy-five. Uh, sixty-five million. Jesus oh, so Christ! Like when what? Was it just yes. the fucking Dracula CG? This, allegedly, <laughs> Scott Staff probably. And, I remember uh, had they had a lot of Creed music and they had to cut that, which is unacceptable. Yeah. The, the Creed the, cut. Give me the Creed cut. Yeah, those rights aren't cheap. No, the, all, all that money is in some fucking New Line Cinemas executive's pocket on a yacht right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, the gross for this movie domestically, this movie got fifty-two million, so it didn't do budget. However, in internationally, it got seventy-nine million. So worldwide, a hundred and thirty-one million dollars. This is little less than two and tying it with one. Ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, that's going to happen, though, when you've had two. The first two movies are good. Mm-hmm. Even if the second one wasn't critically good. I don't know why the second one wasn't as critically well liked as the first one. But like there's a big franchise. So everyone's going to go see the third one. And then no one would see a fourth one, which is probably why they never made it. Yep. Uh, let's go box. I was talking to I was talking to cousin earlier about just trying to come up with a thesis of our podcast and like how franchises work. And this is kind of a fun example. It's like when does a when does a franchise lose its soul? Like at what number? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's usually kind of the question. Because like naturally, as sequels go on, they tend to get worse. That's kind of the trend. But like this movie survived two. <laughs> it survived yeah. two movies. Like we, if we go back to the Mortal Kombat, it survived one. Yeah, <laughs> and then it lost its soul, li- literally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what Fast and the Furious has had like a bajillion. And Fast and Furious is a funny it. one. Is it Fast loses Furious, its soul and gets it, it back? Like Fast and Furious lost its soul, but got it back at Fast Five, and I think it lost it like at eight once the Rock <laughs> and Vin Diesel stuff started to happen. Um, that I digress. Seven? Huh? That seven? No, eight. Fate is when that when Vin Diesel and, and Rock are never on scene together. That's mm. so funny. Uh, so let's go, babies. The, yep, let's go <laughs> to the box office for December tenth through the twelfth of two thousand four. Lord of the Rings ain't quite out yet. That came out later in the week. Let's in see if we've seen these movies because I can tell you I've heard of all these movies. Uh, have I seen them? No, but I've heard of them. Uh, number ten in its third week with one point four million. Uh, Alexander, Colin Farrell, yep, <laughs> Colin Farrell, Angelina Jolie, <laughs> Oliver Stone. The movie's awesome. Uh, number nine in its fifth week with one point seven million. Finding Neverland, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is like the idea Peter of Peter Pan. I never saw that. One. Oh, okay. It's like it's the art, mm. the author's version of how he created it, and like how I he remember- got to. So 17-year-old me was like, no, that's too sappy. I'm not watching yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh number eight in its second week with three million closer. Oh, with the uh, one Rick you saw in the dollar fifty. It's uh Nally Portman. Uh yeah, uh, but the it's the like love triangle one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I There's like this. all a bunch of relationship stuff going on. Nally Portman Owen. shows her hoo-ha off camera. Portman, Jude Law. Um, that movie was kind of fucked up. Yeah, I remember you guys seeing in the dollar fifty. Uh, Jude Law, like, Clive I, I Owen, like, Julia Roberts. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, we wouldn't have gotten it at that time if we watched it now. I'd be like, God, this one's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, number seven in its fourth week with four point three million. The SpongeBob SquarePants movie. You know, uh, number that, six. I, I like don't care about SpongeBob, but I saw that fucking movie. Of course you did. You're probably high. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Scott Staff. Uh, number uh, <laughs> six in its sixth week with five million. The Incredibles. Oh, that movie slaps. Number five in its third week with seven point six million. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. That movie does not slap. Uh, you can. Uh, we did that for the queue. Uh, number four in its fifth week with nine point five million. Polar Express. Wait, when did this movie release? Why are there so many Christmas movies? It came out in December. December. That's what I'm saying. Why like, is Lord of the Rings Trinity came out. releasing in December? That's so funny. Because yep. uh, Lord of the Rings came out. I think there was an 04 one, but they always came out like the the 15th or the 18th or something around there. Yeah. Uh, number three in its fourth week with 9.8 million. We got to steal ourselves the Declaration of Independence as its national treasure. Mm-hmm. God, we um, got to do that series some point. Coming in at number two in its first week with 16 million, Blade Trinity. <laughs> it didn't get number one. Good. That that means coming in at number one, which you can go back and listen to us talk about that franchise, as it came in with 39 million, Ocean's 12. <laughs> Wait, what week was Ocean's 12 in? First week. They opened these movies against one another? Weird. Come on, it's That's New Line funny. Cinema. What do you expect? That would Which, never happen nowadays. Never, oh, it never does. Nowadays. It never does. If you if you if you follow the movie world and be like, oh, um, John Wick, John Wick four comes out when Guardians three comes out, then you see like John Wick comes out two weeks later. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it, like it's I mean, just smart from a business perspective. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Well, well think about think about in March for us. We're literally going to be Scream six. Creed 3, John Wick 4, and Shazam 2 all are in the same month, just a week apart from each other. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Why is Shazam 2 included with those first three movies? Because I'll probably be seeing the theater, so uh, I gotta like, see... I, Keith, I have no, to see the... Stop agreeing. <laughs> Kate and I, we have to see the end of the DC universe as yeah, we know yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hang on until the Snyderverse. Except it's not over yet. It. We still have the Flash movie. Well, this is the the the, the beginning. You know, Bl- Black Adam was like the crack in the wall. Yeah, this is gonna be splitting it, and then when Flash comes out, it's the the doors, the wall is gonna explode. <laughs> Finally, so watching Warner Brothers that, just poop like, their the pants three in front big of us for March. Though are a six, a four, and a three, and a three. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. and then <laughs> and then uh, and then on non movies, uh, Mandalorian. Oh yeah, that's three March comes 1st. out. That March trailer's 1st. hype. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, we just was. dated ourselves. So, uh, ratings. IMDb gave Blade Trinity a five point eight out of ten. For Rotten Tomato, all critics gave this a twenty four. Cool. <laughs> Top critics an eighteen, and audience a fifty eight. So, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, before we glaze them, we're gonna rank them as we're gonna do. Uh, we're ranking best weapon, best death, best villain, MVP, and overall movie. So yeah, let's start with best weapon. I, it just had good weapons. Like one, it had like the coolest weapon Blade ever got with that sweet like 
silver sword on the end of a rope thing. The scorpion get like over here type weapon. Two seconds yeah. in the beginning of the yeah. movie, and we didn't yeah. get it again, and it was so awesome. And I was yeah. mad it wasn't in the rest of the movie. He's like, I like this. It's really good. And then it's like, I'm never using it again. Um, they, but They before, never followed before... through, but the introduction of bow fighting was pretty cool. Like, they never went through with it, but... Like, there's Damn. cool stuff, but, like, it's just, it's dirty, and it's not better than either of the other two movies, so... <laughs> what we have for, we have for best weapon or gadget, we have Blade 1, it's the Frisbee Blade, mm-hmm. and then for Blade 2, it's the, uh, the light grenades. Oh, this God, one's the light grenades the... were dope. That, the light grenades are way better than some weird light bow. Yeah, that light bow was whack, but it was kind of funny, so that's, that's so, my vote. Always gonna do light bow for Blade 3. <laughs> I guess I still like the fucking sword on the end of a rope, but it was only in the movie I for like too. half a second. And then he goes, "This all this scene's pretty awesome." And it's like, "This weapon's awesome." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is. Get over here, type shit." And then it's like, "No, nope, we're going away from it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna find any other uh, vampire. So go on." Um, we're new best best death. We have Blade One for a uh, vampire in the sun. <laughs> and then uh, Blade Two, we have Perman gets uh, roasted. By split it in half. I, I like there the like Triple H getting the tooth, the tooth thing. That's my vote. The what? The yeah, I guess the light thing and the tooth thing. Yeah, that could be the best. Because otherwise, I was going to say them dying to the disease, which was still lame. Yeah. So, yeah, the tooth thing. Because it was also cool the way he fell back through the grates and like split in half as he was falling backwards. Like that was one of the few cinematic shots that looked good in this movie. <laughs> so, the tooth thing. Okay. All right. Uh, we have uh for Which villain. Is, by the way, also is the last by a yeah. mile. Oh yeah, I'm I'm putting Blade Three at the end of everything at the moment. Uh, best for villain, we have Blade Two God's for the Reapers. Death. Blade One for Deacon. <laughs> Do we put Blade Three for uh Drac or Drake? It's really impressive that Dracula is the villain in this movie, and yet is by far the worst villain in any Blade movie. <laughs> I concur. Like, how do you have Dracula and have him be just a fucking sparkly bitch? With his very, arms they were very wide arrogant open. to pick Dracula and then make him lame. This is where Twilight got their uh, uh their yeah. uh, reference from. Like, I got like it. The fucking vampire in two could have played a better Dracula than this fucking vampire did. I concur on that one. Uh, so who's your MVP for uh, Blade One? All of us did Vampire for Life. Guy, uh, I think Keith team. and I already established who has to be the MVP earlier in this movie because we're Team Snipes. So, okay, I gotta, so I, I, I want to give my Parker Posey shout out, but the real answer is Snipes. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, so for Blade uh, Two, we have Blade, and then for uh, Blade Three, all of us is picking Wesley Snipes. So yeah, it's not Blade. We're <laughs> no, just the, can't, the, not just the character, the actor. <laughs> yeah. Resty Snipes is our bla- is our uh, MVP for Blade Three, and then for overall movie, uh, right now we have it Blade Two, Blade One, and then we'll put Blade Trinity. What? No, Blade One was our most rewatchable movie. That was my vote. Was one one? Yeah, we... Okay, my bad. Well, Blade Two is the superior movie. Blade One was the one we're gonna rewatch. Uh, yeah. Okay, someday okay. I'll watch Blade. I don't think I'll ever watch Blade Two and Three again. <laughs> now, I'll watch Blade again when uh Rick ever gets his 4K in. Oh, I got my bumps. 4K finally. Oh, hell yeah! Oh, so. hell yeah! Nice. No. Nice. Maybe Funnily enough, I requested my refund on Amazon and it showed up the next day. <laughs> Probably do a Blade One rewatch or something when the original Blade comes out, the new one or something. But yeah, Blade Trinity that can go in a dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we're done ranking, so let's glaze them. With no. arms wide open. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Lays down upon me. Ah, there it is. There it it's is. Coming down and now <laughs> it's filling me with arms wide open. Fucking Keith, if you if you what you really should do, <laughs> Keith, what you should really do is go to YouTube and look up Creed's Thanksgiving halftime performance. Oh my god. What? And it and it's him no. like fly, it's him flying around the the football field because it's like the it's the full field and it's just him flying to like with arms wide open. It's like considered one of the worst halftime shows ever. I'm so and excited. So, and to some people, the greatest. <laughs> so I digress. I'm so <laughs> um. So let's glaze them. So uh, let's start with the man that picked the franchise one, Keith. All right. So one and a half. Parker Posey. All Parker Posey. And you're uh, already ruining the bit. Well, I was supposed to give it two. No, then... you're gonna ask what you gotta ask. What do you give it? The other ones. No, now that we've brought it up, you can't keep doing it now. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll come up with funny ways. Hold on. Okay. I'll come up with a. I don't know. I'll, January sixth or something. I don't know. <laughs> there it is. What did What um, did you watch it on January sixth? Yeah. <laughs> but no, one yeah. and a half because of Parker Posey's fucking rock star performance. I give else. it. I give it a one because of Wesley Snipes dragging his ass through that movie. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of him being a brat to the production team. Like, <laughs> I will be giving a it a, a one as well. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, the movie was felt so long. And it was just <laughs> one of those like, come on, get it over with. Let's go. I was on my phone a couple times. <laughs> in, uh, in was, GL. Yeah. So, Rick, what do we give it? That brings Blade Trinity in at a 1.2, wrapping up the Blade series as our highest rated series for 2023. Yes, we've only done two series in 2023 so far. At a 2.9, bringing it ahead of Mortal Kombat, which sits at a 2.4. Yeah, I feel like we should have rated this movie lower. <laughs> I mean, a 1.2 is pretty goddamn low, dude. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I mean, an all-time bottom five movie is Beverly Hills Cop at 0. 0.9. Oh, okay. So for pre-glazing for this movie, uh, I gave it a three <laughs> with the high hopes of I remember liking oh, it. I, for... I take that back. Legally Blonde to Red, White, and Blonde comes in at our lowest rated movie at a 0. 0.7. As it should be burning in hell more. Uh, I gave it a three for the hopes of my... Uh, I think Ryan Reynolds is going to be pretty cool. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was uh, uh, thinking. And then uh, Rick and Keith, you both gave it a two. I can't believe we overestimated what this movie could have been. It should. It would have been better if it was worse. <laughs> yeah, like this, like as Keith talks about how, like, how we thoroughly enjoyed more. We and Keith did for more Combat Annihilation because yeah. it was just a bad, bad movie. Yeah, and then this is just like trying to be a good bad movie, yeah. and it's just like, no, that don't make no sense here. <laughs> so. This brings an end to the Blade franchise until the new one comes out, if it ever does. It's your I see what you did there. But we're moving on to a new franchise and one. Ricky's picking it. So uh I'm so excited. I don't hey, know how I feel. We are breaking into new avenues oh, Christ. for Uh-oh. our podcast. We are going to be doing like our first stuff. 
foreign franchise. We're going to be doing our first Kung Fu franchise. It is led by a woman who not too long ago won her first Golden Globe as a lead actress for her big hit movie of 2022. Oh, no. This is a movie that set the stage for such movies as The Matrix for its kung fu abilities. Ooh, I know, I know. Oh, <laughs> it's, no. Its oh, sequel yeah. is technically a direct-to-Netflix movie, so it's not really a movie. But still, we are doing Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ooh, that'll be fun. Hell yeah. I loved it when it came out. Remember, I've never was... seen it. You've oh, It's good. The first one is good. I've never seen the second one. And there's like 16 years between the two. Why? <laughs> Why is there a second one? Because <laughs> it was Netflix. Paid this a is bunch news of money. to me. <laughs> also, the second one apparently is in English. It's not subtitled. I'm excited Check to watch that. that. But yeah, so we're doing our first subtitled movie as well. I mean, you could watch the dub version if you're fucking heathen, but I think I'll watch the dub version. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking I'm finding the dub version. <laughs> Monsters. All right, fine. So we're doing okay. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Some of the best Kung Fu stuff ever. Chow Yao Fat's in this movie. Well, and this movie rattled, like, it rattled the jokes going on for, like, five years. Everyone's like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden X, and you insert your punchline there. That was a big joke. Yep. Hidden penis. <laughs> yeah. All right, so coming here next week here on Fake Movie Experts, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Dragon okay. these nuts. There it is. <laughs> you can you can drag them to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias on the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter at NoCellENT or NoCellEntertainment. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>